Wayne Nelson back with you on Talk to the Experts. With me on the phone from London, England, is Sherry McMillan of McMillan Estate Planning. The McMillan team will be hosting virtual seminars on Wednesday, September 16th, and again on Wednesday, September 30th, both days at 6.30 p.m., to talk with you about estate or life planning. The team members will be sharing their expertise on how to best protect your estate by protecting your assets, minimizing tax, and maximizing wealth. Contact McMillan Estate Planning at 1-833-266-6464 during weekday office hours. Or you can register online for the seminars at mcmillanestate.com. There's a wealth of information there. Sherry, I think it's safe to say that COVID-19 will leave a lasting mark not only on our health and our social systems and various policies, but also on our economies for years to come. And in our last segment, we were talking about the impact of uh, a possible uh, tax uh, changes uh, coming up uh, with the uh, with the new government uh, following the November election. And we talked about estate freezes uh, in this last segment. We had trusts, estate freezes, uh, this prescribed interest rate trust and the maximum tax reserve. But let's come back to estate freezes. I, I find this fascinating. You mentioned it where now is a good time to take a look at your estate planning in terms of the estate freezes because of the value of businesses right now. So let's go further into that if we could. Sure. So a lot of us in Canada understand that when we die, we don't have what we call or classify an estate tax. So if you've built a business through your lifespan, um, you don't have a state tax on your business, but you do have a tax. And so not to be confused, what we have instead is something called a deemed disposition tax. So if you started your company with $100, and most businesses start that way, um, $100 and 100 shares, but then when you die, your business is worth 5 or $50 million, you actually have a massive tax burden attached to that because your share value has increased. And so the deemed decision is that you might have started your business at a dollar or a hundred dollars, but now it's worth five million or fifty million and you have to pay income tax on that gain. And that's a capital gain. So what we're concerned about is that they change the capital gain rates. Because right now you'd only be taxed on half of it. But we don't know where that's going to land out in the future. So there's this wonderful opportunity in Canada called an estate freeze. And so what it in effect does is let's say that your business today is valued at $5 million. We can freeze those shares to be worth $5 million inside a trust. And then what happens is that you still maintain control of the business and carry on as you always have. But if the business let's say recovers from five million up to ten million before you pass on, you won't pay income tax on that extra five million when you die. Because people die, trusts don't. And so the tax is attached to you personally. It's not attached to your trust. And so this technique doesn't trigger tax today. What it does is it locks out future taxation on the future growth of your estate. And so you can do this not just with family business, but that's usually one of the prominent uh, areas that we do estate freezes on, Wayne. But we can also do it with things like cottages and stock portfolios and so forth. And so we can lock out Canada Revenue Agency so that as your estate continues to grow, we've finitely 
classified what your estate taxation is as of today and as of today's tax rates. So if we get an increase in tax rates down the line, we've solved the problem. And so this is why we're so uh, rigorous right now, making sure we're getting as much estate freeze work done as we can for every family possible. Sherry, how long does the trust last? So let's assume that, uh, as you said, your uh, business was valued at $5 million. Uh, by the time you pass away, it's uh, worth $10 million or more, and that trust is then assumed by the family members or whatever the, the, the uh, dispensation is within the will. So does that trust then continue, or do the heirs then have to look after uh, the taxation? So the beautiful part about a trust is it doesn't have an end point. Um, the end point is all your family members that are living at the time of your passing plus an additional 21 years. So it could be that, for example, uh, if you have grandchildren born, it would be their entire life expectancy wane plus an additional 21 years. So it's a very long window of time uh, that the trust can exist and hold the asset base for the family unit. In addition, although we have every 21 years a taxable event, we can solve that by doing something called a withering estate freeze. It means we slowly pay the tax at the lowest rate of tax over the whole 21-year cycle. So by the time the 21-year cycle uh, finishes, you've already paid the taxation at the lowest rate of tax. And so that way you're never paying high-rate tax. And so these are some proactive, wonderful opportunities that are available to all of us, but we have to be proactive to put them in place um, because once we've passed on, the government's not going to come back to us and say, you know, you should have done an estate freeze and you wouldn't have had to pay the tax. Um, It's our responsibility to steward our estates and make sure we're mitigating that tax the best we can. Can the terms of the trust be changed after the original uh, owners of the trust pass on? For example, they've passed on, it is left to their children, their grandchildren. Can those people then uh, change the terms of the trust to include future generations even further down the line? Yes. So a trust can be built exceptionally flexibly so that whomever you choose to select as your trustee, that's the person that controls the trust, Usually it's yourselves in your lifetime, so you'll always have control over your estate your entire lifespan. But once you're gone, then you select the next tier of individuals that will be the trustee to govern the trust and the trust regulations and terms um, based on who you trust. And that's a little bit ironic that it's called that, but you select, you know, maybe you have two children that you feel very confident they'll make the right decisions, and then they can alter and adjust the trust going forward into the future. Now, sometimes, Wayne, interestingly, some trusts are deliberately not flexible. And the reason for that sometimes is if we know that a child would break the rules of the trust to take advantage of the trust. So they were maybe a little bit of a spendthrift and would spend the entire state too quickly. We can put in some governance so that that doesn't happen. And so it depends really on the circumstance of every individual, how we blend the trust together to suit who the real family is. So an estate freeze and a trust, definitely the way to go. Sherry, uh, in our last segment, you also mentioned the the lower appetite for risk from an investment perspective. 
that we have these days, especially a lot of retirees. And I think a lot of that has to do with some of the recent uncertainty we've had because of COVID. So what estate planning strategies do you suggest for those who are really not uh, too keen on, on risking uh, some of their investments? Well, we're lucky, too, in Canada because we do have some exceptionally clever ways to protect our estate. And we also know, you know, COVID has brought it to light that the markets can be exceptionally volatile. But because we live decades and decades into retirement, you know, it's just to be expected that the markets are going to be volatile over the course of two or four years, four uh, decades of retirement. So knowing that that is going to be part of the play, then what we want to do is we want to look in, at investments outside of the traditional Bank Act of Canada. Because in the Bank Act of Canada, we are at the mercy of basically any volatility that is occurring in the selection of investments that we choose. And so, you know, for us that are relying upon pools of wealth to provide us revenue stream into those decades ahead, we can't really have that volatility cripple our lifestyle. And so another way to give contemplation to how we can protect our estate is we often will use the Trust and Insurance Acts of Canada instead to build in a principal guarantee into your investments. And by doing that, the volatility is stripped away and you can have the assurance that your you know, retirement lifestyle is not going to be jeopardized when crazy situations like COVID happens or an election or oil prices crash. And these are normal things that, you know, we can anticipate occurring. And then we have some of the extremes like COVID. And so, you know, how do you protect yourself? And we didn't work this hard in our lives to feel stressed and under pressure and living, you know, concerned about will we have enough to get us through our retirement. And it's interesting, Wayne, because we work with the very affluent and even though they can afford to weather the storms, because in Canada we are considered new money, we worked really hard to create it. You know, when a business owner that has an estate value of, say, 5 or $10 million and they lose 10%, you know, that's a million dollars to them. They freak out, even though potentially they can wait for it to recover. They're not comfortable with that because they worked so hard to create it in the first place. And those are unnecessary risks that many of us take because we have invested through the Bank Act and didn't realize we had some choices through the Trust Act to build in some floors and safeguards. And so we are really encouraging a lot of families to do all their retirement planning under that particular umbrella today. Okay, let's talk about that when we come back. The Macmillan team is going to be hosting virtual seminars Wednesday, September 16th, Wednesday, September 30th, both days at 6.30 p.m. You can find out more about some of these investment strategies. You can hear about estate or life planning. To register for these informative seminars, you'll need to contact Macmillan Estate Planning, 1-833-266-6464 during weekday office hours, or visit the website for more information. It's macmillanestate.com. Sherry McMillan is my guest today, and we'll be back with more on Talk to the Experts.